As Jane packed her suitcase, she wasn't just thinking about how this trip was supposed to be a breath of fresh air for her and Mason, she was thinking about how it might be their last chance to save their marriage. She rubbed the back of her neck as she angled over the suitcase, tucking the overflowing clothes in at the sides. She couldn't help but worry that this wouldn't work, that they would go away, fight, and then it would surely be over. She was leaning forward to zip her suitcase when she felt Mason's hands firmly grip her waist as he materialized behind her. It was a touch that felt so familiar, so tender, she melted into him. He kissed her cheek as she reached a hand up to through his hair and along the stubble of his face. He spun her around, looking deep into her eyes. She looked into his brown eyes so steadily that she could see the reflection of her own dark green eyes looking back at her. This moment reminded her how she fell in love with him and how they'd come so far over the last year. He slid his hand along her jaw, grazing her lip with his thumb, before he leaned in and whispered in her ear, I'm excited to go away with you. I think this is exactly what we needed. The warmth of his breath against her ear sent shivers down her spine, and while she wanted nothing more than to completely dissolve into his arms, she gently pushed on his chest to create some space between them. He couldn't hide the disappointment in his eyes. It's doctor's orders, she said, trying to show him that it wasn't that she didn't want him. It's just what the marriage counselor said would be best as they rebuilt intimacy. It was hard to ignore the ache in her heart as he walked away, his attention drawn to something else. Jane knew he just needed a moment to lick his wounds, but it still felt like a sharp sting, considering how fresh her own wounds were. Taking a deep breath while zipping her own suitcase, she tried to remind herself that any anger bubbling up was just because she was still hurt by his actions. This was him showing up, and she needed to be open if this was going to work. Once they were settled in the car, she pushed her feelings aside and placed her hand on his leg. The roughness of his jeans was the perfect barrier between her fingers and his skin, keeping her thoughts intact. Mason gave her a tight-lipped smile and a nod that acknowledged that he knew she was trying to show him she was in this too. Pulling her hand away, Jane settled into her seat and focused on the trees passing by as the car picked up speed. The little getaway they had planned was only two hours away. Dr. Courier said that it would be a good way for them to build back some trust and re-explore the foundation of their relationship and how to trust again. She specifically recommended this place since it was in their budget. Leaning her head against the edge of the seat, she caught a glimpse of herself in the side mirror. The rust that had collected made it look as though her blonde hair was a dusky brown. Just as soon as it made her smile to think of such a different look, she always felt her stomach drop as she remembered that picture she'd found on Mason's computer. A beautiful brunette he'd been talking with on the internet for months. It had broken her heart when she read those messages, and not just because some of them were dirty, but because he talked about her to this woman. Mason had told this random girl all about their marriage and how he felt neglected. It was complete and total betrayal. 
So when Mason brought up that at least he hadn't taken up her offer to meet in person, it hardly felt like a redeeming detail. Still, when she looked at him, she still saw the man she fell in love with. It wasn't something she was willing to just give up, and she didn't want him having the satisfaction of pushing her away, using another woman. Not to mention that she couldn't get everything he'd expressed in those messages out of her head. She had been distant, and the truth was that she had been feeling a similar way about one of her co-workers. All of this had come out in therapy, and they had both decided they wanted to work on their marriage instead of walking away, which should have felt good. Yet, as the gravel crunched beneath the tires as they pulled into their intimate getaway motel, nothing about it felt right. Are you sure this is the right place? Jane asked, her voice tense. This is where the address said, and it looks similar to the pictures the doc gave us. It just looks a little run down and... But before Jane could finish, Mason cut her off. Do you not trust me to follow directions? I'm capable of doing some things right, you know. He grunted as he pulled their suitcases out of the back. She wanted to snap back at him about how she wasn't the reason they were here, but realized that's something the old Jane would say. Instead, she grabbed her suitcase and silently walked towards the entry. Wait, Jane, Mason cut in front of her. I'm sorry. I know this is mostly because of me, so I'm just a little sensitive to criticism because I feel guilty. Thank you. It's okay. We're going to get through this together. She reached out and gripped his arm as she said it, surprised and warmed by his apology. One good thing that came from all the bad, they'd never been so honest with each other. It didn't feel great that it took them so long to get to this point, but Jane's heart warmed at the sincerity of Mason's apology and it pushed her to keep going. The manager of the motel seemed a little off, but she was trying not to judge and keep an open mind. He was just a bit mousy and seemed to have a very dry sense of humor, if that's what you could call it. He led them to their room, constantly looking back at them over his shoulder. She dug her elbow into Mason's arm, looking at him, and then back to the manager. Mason's eyes widened, as if to say he noticed he was weird, and then he shrugged. They were here now, so they might as well try to enjoy it. She rolled her eyes, but smiled at how they could read each other so well. Her smile widened as he put his hand on the small of her back, a comforting gesture he used to do all the time. Things were still rocky, but that small moment made it feel like things were finally starting to settle. As the manager ushered them in, he closed the door behind them. The room looked just as run down as the outside had looked upon their arrival. Jane turned to walk back out and confront the mousy guy, even as Mason protested, but when she went to turn the knob, she found it was stuck. Fear tugged at the edges of her mind, but she brushed away the thoughts as she tugged harder on the handle. Mason, she said, breathless as the fear became overwhelming. Don't panic, I'm sure it's just jammed. He stepped forward and turned the knob as hard as he could while shouldering the door to try and wiggle the door free. It didn't budge. He turned back to comfort Jane, who he knew was panicking, but when he turned around, he saw her on the other side of the room, distracted by something else. When she looked up at him, 
there was only pure terror in her eyes, and she choked on her words as tears welled up. What? What is it? He rushed over to where she was squatting, but she could only point. There, clear as day, was a camera lodged in the panel of the wall with a little sign that said smile. Mason stumbled back, muttering how this couldn't be happening and that it must be some kind of mistake. Back at the door, he began pounding as hard as he could. There was a high-pitched noise and then a masqueraded voice coming into focus from some sort of intercom that they couldn't see. Welcome to the retreat. Please do not damage the property, as there will be consequences. A mist started to pool at their feet, and Jane ran into Mason's arms as everything went black. They were fighting for more than their marriage.